It's just us tonight. It's so weird, actually. I know. It's weird to not have a guest. I love you guys both so much, though. I mean, <laughs> we got a lot to say. I, I got to be honest. When we're in here without a guest, we can't stop talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's stay on a schedule because Mama's got to work tonight. We have a couple pieces of business. Patreon. Patreon. Mm-hmm. If Join you are us. not subscribed to us on Patreon, come on over. You can get the Gab Fest every single week. Patreon.com slash hi, my name is mom. Also come follow us at hi, my name is mom official. Is that everything? I think that's everything. I like how you whisper. Should we talk about love? Let's, Let's talk about sex, baby. No, we Let's said love. You're making Kayla uncomfortable. You make Let's it. talk about I'm not talking about the bad things. Bad things. Bad. You guys are getting okay. weird. <laughs> you guys are just getting weird now. We are wives, <laughs> entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives. And at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Okay, so when this comes out, yesterday will have been Valentine's Day. And we were just talking about kind of like keeping that spark with your significant other, right? I love this. You you have been really into Adrian lately. Yes. It's really cute. There's or a lot of people really, like, really working you. on himself. Like he's really working on himself. Yeah. Is he I mean, really into can you? Or and, he's really and you into know what? Me. It's it's not really about. He knows he hit the jackpot. <laughs> he should know that. <laughs> Adrian's been working really hard. I mean, he's like been really focused. And but as you know, that affects everything. And your about confidence. Your body. Yeah. And, and when you're confident, it makes you it. hotter. Yeah. Just saying. It is hard. You also weaned, which means yeah. your hormones are coming back. Mm-hmm. But even if you're already having periods, like there's something about. Being done, yeah. reclaiming your body. The boobs are his. It, the boobs are his. And he is so glad. Really? Yes. So wait, but Evie's still in the bed with you. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nah. But how has how have things changed since? Well, so that's where weaned. that's where I was getting ready to, before I, we got Cause off. Because he's been table. ready for you so, to wean for a while. Yeah, I mean, she's almost four. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was time. It you know, this season of all of our lives, right, when we are raising kids is like, you're in the shit. Truth. Like you are. It's yeah. hard. It is messy. It's amazing. It's and yucky. it's really hard. Yes. And it's just really difficult. And we talked about this with our, our friend, Sarah Bryce. Like, it is so hard to find the sexy. Yeah. When you're nursing and, and you're dripping tired. milk down your, you know, <laughs> what is Kayla and you have about? like shirts on that have milk I'm stains, like, she I'm, feels it. I'm fe- I just feel that because yeah. the other day I was literally, I was in the most awful outfit of pajamas, like just like hodgepodge of like comfy clothes with like the tall Uggs with like tucked oh, in like I love that exactly part. what Roxy said not to <laughs> wear. Says, Don't it wear was that. terrible. <laughs> it was so not good. But here's the bad part. John gets home at 5.30 and I was in it at 5.30 and like no makeup on. I didn't brush my hair. I hadn't brushed my teeth. It was one of those days I was just behind. He left you like that and then came home to you like yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, well, hello, beautiful. And I mean, we've been married almost 10 years, stay other 13 years. I don't take that like as an insult at all. I'm like, I can, I can admit to what you're coming home to. But it's so funny because like that version of me is how I feel all the time. And yeah. when I get dressed up, that's me trying. But yeah. like that version of me is literally how I look at myself. <laughs> I would just like to state that you're very cute. 
in just your Thank Uggs you. and your You look adorable no, with no makeup on. No, I, she does. She usually when Kayla tells me, okay, I'm coming over and I'm just like, I'm a mess. And then she looks adorable and she's like sparkly no, something no, on. that's not what I was, I was just saying, I'm, I was laughing about that because I just. He's like, you need to leave the Uggs on. Yeah, in those pajama pants from high school. I don't know if it anybody else. Pajama pants from high school. Okay, so in honor of Valentine's Day, we were kind of talking about keeping the spark alive and being as in love with your partner, spouse, whatever the case may be, as you were when you met them. And so we thought we would do a little... What are you laughing about? Because I wasn't in love with Jonathan when I met him. That's a great segue into this story. Go ahead. I mean... So if anyone, do you need some more wine? No, I don't. I'm good. I mean, obviously, but, um, but here's the thing. If anybody has heard my recent gab fest this fall about me being just aggravated at John. (laughs) We did hear that. I I married a butthole. (laughs) I did. But he's, he's, he's mine. He's my butthole. This is so when you were like, oh, let's talk about your love stories. I want to be like. I was really insecure and dated a jerk who became a wonderful man. <laughs> Over time. I trained him up. Over time. Like, okay. And this is, I'm probably going to have a different spin on a love story because I will say I fell in love with him and he has a heart of gold. You guys both mm-hmm. know him. He literally we just love moved. John. Oh, he yeah. literally like just drove 50 miles for Corey yep. and like loaded all this furniture. He will do anything for anybody. And he has a heart of gold. And I fell in love with that about him, but he like totally sucked at relationships. And if I was the woman <laughs> that I am right now and I wasn't the insecure 21 year old, I probably would have put up with half the crap. <laughs> I know I sound ridiculous saying this and he'll probably laugh hearing this episode because I mean, we've worked through some stuff and he knows like, so I'm saying this knowing that it's not going to hurt his feelings. Y'all we've had those talks like we're good. Um, but I'm laughing because like our love story is like really sweet and how it happened. But I feel like I honestly feel like our love story didn't like begin as the version it is now until a few years ago. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you feel like it's sort of just starting in some, you know, yeah. And I, I feel like it's over the time since we've known each other. Yeah. We've talked about our biggest fight before in season one, we had so many like toxic fights that it's really hard for me to look back on the beginning stages and not reflect on those like toxic things. And they're so- Not harp on the past. Yeah, and not even harp, but it's just like so overshadowed. I mean, we got married, our wedding was beautiful, but we had roommates when we dated because California, everybody does. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, so we were that couple that had roommates. And if you'd ask any one of them, they would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're still together. (laughs) Like our fights were so bad. Yeah. But also he was a lot, he did, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but. Isn't there something kind of nice about you only getting better? Yeah. What I will say about our love story, and this is probably the part that I love the most, is whenever I hear women talking about heartache or anything, this is probably the worst relationship advice. It's like, I want to say like, don't give up on the assholes. And, (laughs) And that's terrible because like, we're in like the such this world of like, I know my worth, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, sometimes like, you know, I couldn't imagine any, like today I freaked out because I could not, I just got a bigger car seat for Loxley and I had a meltdown because I couldn't figure out how to install it. And I was like, 
oh my gosh, I need Jonathan in my life. I don't have to do any of this stuff ever. I don't <laughs> like, and, it, and it's like such a weird love language of mine, but I don't ever have to get my oil changed on my car. Yeah. I barely have to fill my gas tank. When I do, it's at like, I have eight miles to go because I'm so used to my husband doing that for me. Like he just takes care of things. You know so- what's interesting about you saying that? Yeah. Is that it's your love language. It and is. You, like, you both are acts it is of your, service. Yes, it is your love language too. Really? Yeah, yeah. acts of service. Because that's I've, why you work. Yeah, but I've always been like a words person. And I think that's what it's like. I think it's words and then- You sometimes ser- miss that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so- but like, I feel like you're, you have to be acts of service as number one. That's how she gives love, but that may not be how you receive it. I don't think it. that's my first love because I will go with an empty take of gas if you tell me I'm pretty all day long. Okay. That like, makes sense. That's how you receive that, love. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. you want to receive. But, but as oh, a human, you, you are an, you're, oh, I'm you're told, I'm a Well, the reason I say that, I'm the a, reason I say that is because you typically give in the way you want to receive. I, I think that, I think I'm um, also mixed personality. And so I probably have two really she strong ones. She definitely has at least two. I've, I've kind of met four of them, I think. So <laughs> there might be more like 17 personalities. They all coexist peacefully. We don't have a problem it's here. It's okay. It's Drink okay. Drink some more wine. Everything's fine. Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. So when I think of my love story, there are definitely like really sweet spots. Obviously we fell in love and I could not imagine life with a different man like ever. He just takes care of me so well. Um, he's also really spoiled. Separate podcast. Separate, separate podcast. <laughs> Spoiling but like, husband. it's just, it's so funny. I think we've been together almost 14 years now, um, married almost 10. I think there's just such a sweet spot of growing up with someone. I met him when I was 21. I was very innocent, very innocent. And um, very, very innocent. There you go. And I, I never really drank before him. I never. And so there was just so much growing up on my end that I had to do. And I didn't know how to. And so I feel like that was me allowing bad behavior traits to come in in the beginning. But in the same time, at the core, we've always been so in love that we've like stuck through the toxic crap. Um, And now that that toxic crap is gone, not that those episodes never creep back up, because I think once you have problems, you will always have those repeated problems. You just learn better ways to cope with them and handle them. I think your responses become different that like. Now we can actually focus on being in love with each other, which is like really awesome, which makes parenting like so awesome. Well, I think you also have fallen more in love with him seeing what a good daddy is. Oh, a hundred percent. And you guys, I think it is hard to feel like in that lovey-dovey place when you're struggling with fertility and you have this thing that you want so badly that's not happening. You guys went through some crazy stress with yeah. that. And, and like, we're still in it. And that's yeah. what's so hard. But like- But you also know the kind of dad he is. He knows the kind of mom you yeah. are. And you do fall in love with each other in a different way when you see that. And there's, I feel like in, there's something to say, like even in those times of your life where you don't have like the most amazing like season of sex or you don't have- I don't know, the most amazing quality times together. There's something about like your bond, just knowing each other and respecting each other. Even if you're having like your bickerments here, bickerments here and there. Bickerments. <laughs> Did you say bickerments? I snorted. I that like was that, me. I like that she said bickerments and then corrected herself <laughs> and said bickerments. I can't talk, guys. No. Bickerment. Bickerments. I don't think that's a word. Bickerments, yeah. That might be an Ohio word. Let's look you, it let's up. Let's look it up. Bickerments is definitely a word. You've never had. I mean, I've heard you say it before. You've <laughs> never heard bickerments. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, you guys. I've heard bicker. Bickerments. It's definitely a word. 
It's definitely a new word suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think they should. T- I think that Webster should take that suggestion. And Collins Beckerman. Dictionary and Miriam Webster. Okay, I have used that word. A niggling much. argument causing an awkward atmosphere predicament within a relationship. So other a people bickerman. have used it. Obviously, Google says other people have used it. Um, I stand fully <laughs> corrected. We're gonna have a bickerman. I love over that one. word. A bickerman. That's awesome. You've. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've just opened your world. Um, (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, you guys can probably relate to, like, you don't always have to have the most romantic chapters and seasons. You go through cycles. But you still feel like this, just like everything is okay at the end of the night. Even if, like, you're not having sex that night or... Or who knows? Like you just reach over, you say. I mean, night, isn't that a lot of nights once you're right. parents? Yeah, most yes. nights. You know. Yes, my- but I'm saying like that's uh, since Loxley, like we have significantly less sex. That's a word, okay? Significantly, it is, is a word. Hundred percent is a word. <laughs> he looked at me as soon as I said that. I'm like that is definitely a word. Um, like less sex after you have kids, but. Th- I was more surprised that you used the word sex. I mean, that's where that look came. Did Kayla say sex on the podcast? <laughs> Okay, keep going. You have significantly less sex. I'm done. I love my husband. He's a butthole. We've worked through things. Let's move on. I really agree with you that love can be cyclical, where you feel so over That's a the big top. word. It's a real it's word. A real word. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm going to totally use the word bickerman. Me too. 100%. Bickerman is what we do here. It's never an argument. It's a bit because it's supposed I've to be a light argument. I've always said bickerman. Well, it. but I do think that love is cyclical where you can feel so in love and over the top, lovey-dovey, romantic, all those things. And then you can go through a period of time where you are, you love someone just as much, but you're in less of like that romantic phase and then it happens again you know my mom that's the best piece of advice that my mom gave me yeah is that because my parents have an amazing marriage you know yeah it's just it's always been just such a great rock for us and her advice was you are going to have really high highs and really low lows and sometimes the lows are going to go on she's like the hope is that the highs way outnumber the lows and she's like it's if if you have these low points in your marriage that's not the point to give up because that's a that's a cycle it's gonna it's gonna end well and it's almost like even if you have issues, you, the history outweighs the issues, Yeah, yeah. you know, but, um, but I do feel like you can go through a phase where you feel like, not like you don't love someone, but you're in less of that sort of euphoric place mm-hmm. yeah. that you felt like you were in when you first met someone. Yeah. And then you have those moments of that coming back and you're just feeling like so into someone that you're with. Have you guys you know ever mean? seen that movie Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon? Oh, Reese, I, we want you on the podcast if you're listening. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, I that? love that movie. Okay. So you know how in the beginning they go to a bar and they're totally role playing yeah. that I'm sure that is something yeah. that would like, it's yeah. like you're a different person. I get why people do that after watching that movie. Jen, what, what about you and Adrian falling in love? Because see, I knew you. Yeah. You were like, it's not serious. He's like <laughs> yeah. my hookup. Yeah, he was. Well, and I want to say, okay before, for me to say that Yeah. before Be- you start talking about that, just a few weeks ago, Jen told me that she's like ready to get like all romantic and like get back into this like euphoric <gasps> stage yes. with with Adrian. Well, it's easy because I'm not nursing and we're both just healthier. It's just a good, we're just in a good place. Adrian, but you're recently, both feeling good about yourself. Like, yeah. 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 He's recently yeah. done some physical changes really like has. fitness wise. And just mental health yeah. and work and all of it is just really nice. And anyway, um, no, okay. So I got married right out of college to a really great guy who is a wonderful friend of mine, but we were not meant to be married ever. And when we got divorced, oh man, did I sow my wild oats? 
like, I did know Corey back then. Yeah. I was keeping these like spreadsheets of what I wore on dates with whom because I couldn't remember from week to week what I did and what I wore. And, and I it was wasn't so even like a terrified. date. You would have like three dinner, someone, yeah, drinks, then, dinner, po- like bro- I, it, was it was four crazy. days a day. It was crazy, but it was fun. I really was having a good time, but oh that gosh. was like my twenties instead that of my college years. I wish I would have dated. I never, uh, yeah, I've had like yeah. three boyfriends. No, that's and it. that's how I was before I got married. Then see, Jen- everyone wants Jen to hump them. <laughs> I, I, for the record, I We're don't want Jen to hump me. Back. I don't want Jen to hump me. But you don't? What is the matter with you? Probably not. Oh, God, you guys. But I like these stories. Keep (laughs) Go on. Okay. (laughs) You know, some of our podcasts are more structured. You are literally witnessing one of our behind the scenes conversations right now. Have fun editing. GoPro work. Oh, there's not going to be much editing on this one. We're just putting it out. It's going to be so good. Um, Okay. So Adrian was always the guy that. Yeah, like he'd be like my plus one or something, or I'd be. Where did you one. meet him? Like, did you were, okay, were so you like, oh, he's hot? Like, I did was you- working at Comedy Central, and he was working for Adam Sandler, and we had projects together, and we started sort of casually dating. You know, we'd have drinks, we'd have drinks. That was like industry oh, yeah. slang for like, let's go see if we like each other, whatever. Um, and then we just like slowly started dating, and I was still living with my ex husband, like we weren't even really divorced. A divorce takes like a year in California. So we were sharing an apartment and half the time he'd be there and half the time I'd be there and we'd be splitting up, staying with friends. It was really, really hard. So Adrian was like, I cannot get into anything with this woman. She's still living with her ex-husband. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Adrian and Jay do know each other actually fairly well now, you know, of course, but um, it took a lot for him to be like, okay, with the idea that we could date. So about three years into it of you guys dating casually and dating like a lot of other people and knowing you were both dating a lot of people. Oh yeah. And if I I think I, am I wrong about you being like, I'm having dinner with blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to call my hookup, Adrian. Yeah. Sometimes I would. Right. Am I not? He lived in Venice and I lived in the Marina. And so we were so close. Are you putting my sex life stories on socials right now? (laughs) No. You got to listen to the podcast for that. Oh Lord. Kayla's shooting social content as you can imagine. So, um, so yeah, like we, we just lived like right near each other, Yeah, you know? Um, but he was like the kind of guy I always wanted to marry, like in in actuality, he was super creative, very romantic, a great cook. Um, like some of our earliest dates, he'd bring me to his house and cook me this crazy dinner. And I'm like, God, how could anyone be with someone who can't cook for them? Like started loving it. That sort of year was the year my sister got married. We went on this cruise to Bermuda and I asked him to go with me. And while we were on the cruise, we were like, we're either going to do this and it's going to work or we need, we can't do this anymore. And we moved in together. <laughs> like that was <gasps> oh like, my it. Gosh. we moved in together and it was good. It was really good. And honestly, damn, we've had a lot of growth. We've had a lot of hard, hard, hard times and hard years, but it's like, Four I like later. <laughs> doing life with him. Yeah. So it is, it's, it's hard because you go through those times that are really difficult. And then the, the, the good times makes you kind of look back on the not so great times and the not so great times make you really appreciate the great times. So I don't know. We're in a really good place. You guys remember when your husband's first said, I love you or who said it first? Yeah. So John has, um, his family has a house in Ensenada, Mexico. And we used to go when we lived in California, it was only like a three and a half hour drive. 
So we would go every few months, stay for a long weekend. And it's awesome. The waves crash on the windows. Like when you wake up, it's, we should all go there. Yeah. Before these places to go, we should go there. We should go there. We totally should go there. Why not? Um, let's go there. Should we just go now? <laughs> Heck with Destin. What do you think they would do if we said, hey, we're going, we're going to the airport. Just like this. nothing with us, but we're going. That would be we don't need anything. Amazing. That'd be great we viral that content. We could do this for work. We could do it. There's clothes there. <laughs> There's like old. All right, guys, signing off. See you later. We're going to Mexico. Okay, so anyways, we used to go there. And um, I remember it was May 10th. It was a Sunday. That's my birthday. Oh. <gasps> Oh, right. That's Mother's, right. Always Mother's Day weekend, it feels like. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we went to we went to Mexico and um, the whole trip we were there, I thought he was going to tell me he loved me. And I was getting kind of mad because he didn't tell me at all. And we were getting ready to leave. And so in this house, you have to like put boards on the windows before you leave because it's like right on the ocean. So we yeah. boarded up the whole house and everything. And we had the truck loaded. The house was clean. We were ready to go. And I was so mad because I thought, oh, he's going to tell me he loves me. We were dating like mm, six months, seven months. But like, I thought two months in, he was going to tell me. And so I was oh, like so really mad. Oh, so you've been waiting. I've been, yep. I've been waiting. And John like never told anybody he loved him before. Like he, and he, this boy was 28 years old. He, Aww, <laughs> he, and he only had relationships. So you're the only person he's ever told he loves. Allegedly. I don't know. (laughs) If an ex-girlfriend is listening and knows better, please tell me. We got some talking. No, I don't care. If he loved you, great. Um, I don't care. Um, But allegedly, yes. Um, And so we were packing up, leaving. And I'm like steaming a little bit at this time. My 22-year-old self was 20. I was still 21. Never mind. I was 21. I'm like, oh my gosh. Baby girl. What what is he doing? He's not loving me. so anyways, we get in the truck and he's like, let's go look at the sunset before we leave. Cause we always left at sunset and then like just drove and then got home at night. And I was like, okay. And so we went back to the very front, like porch area, like the cement. And, and he was like, I'm falling in love with you. And I'm like, you're falling. And he's like, uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I gave he probably him, worked himself up to say that too. I, yeah. And I gave him instant attitude and he's like, I love you. And then he like kissed me and it was like the sweetest thing ever. And I actually wrote a song called Sunday Sunsets like years ago about that. Cause I just like, but yeah. And then he proposed the same way, like on a beach, like not in Mexico, we were in Laguna, but um, yeah, the same way, like on a, on a Sunday, it was really cute. Aww. And then what about Adrian? Do you I remember? I don't remember. I was just thinking about it. It, it probably was in Should a we note. call him? Yeah. Mm. Let's call him. Let's see if Adrian remembers. I doubt call it. Call Adrian Culp. Oh, you're going to call. Right. He's cooking a roasted pork loin and farro of and something else for the kids. I don't even know what farro Adrian is. Ask Kayla him, Kenny. Ask him what he's cooking. Hey, what's up? Um, you're, you're on our podcast. <laughs> on our podcast. Hi, Adrian. I need to know if you remember the first time you told Jen you loved her. Wow, the first time I told her I loved her, um, <laughs> probably not. I don't either. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys have too many kids uh, to remember that sure. shit. Did you say it first? Yeah, probably. I think you might have. Sensitive like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember around the time you first said you loved her? Oh, man. Or did you just That's know? He knew after that first night on the beach. Were you on the beach? <laughs> I think it was the first time her top came off, really. 
I mean, she has good boobs. I just saw them last week. Oh, guys. Sold. Sold. Um, so okay. that's, that's your romantic gesture. <laughs> boobs. Sold. The top came off. No, I love you. you know, weren't you recovering from surgery? And I like brought over food. Yeah. Then- well, you didn't really, you, you actually picked me up. He was my hookup, right? That was picking me up from Cedar sinai I had a scar revision surgery on like an appendectomy scar. Um, and we stopped at, I don't know, marmalade or something and grabbed some sherry mushroom soup and went back to my house. And he was like helping me. It was really sweet. It was, that was really sweet. Yeah, I, yeah, I think about you that. had mushroom soup. I can't remember if I said I love the soup or I loved you. <laughs> I, I don't know. Jury's out on both. that one. You loved both. You loved both. Me. Well, you are the romantic yeah. guest of the evening. So thank you. <laughs> oh, a little text warning ahead of time. Also, Next time would be fantastic. Tell Kayla, tell Kayla what you're cooking for the kids tonight. Uh, the kids had roasted pork loin over... Uh, porcini mushroom farro with maple butter carrots. Whose kids eat that? <laughs> not mine. Probably not ours. No, I'm just kidding. Did they eat it? They scarfed it. Good. Definitely uh, didn't, of course. Love you. Okay, I love you. Love books. you. I love your books. Oh, thanks, Adrian. We love your books. We love your books. <laughs> so that's a really good segue into your. Now I want to call Ty. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's a really good Ty segue. Call Ty. Good segue into yours and Ty's story. <laughs> Hi, I'm going to pre-warn you. You were live on our podcast. On a recorded line. <laughs> oh, I am recording live. Got it. Ty, do you remember Hi. the first time you told Corey that you loved her? Yeah, I told her. Well, she told me. I kind of backed her into telling me that she loved me. because She's not great with her feelings sometimes, even though she's <laughs> a songwriter. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she and I both loved peanut butter a ton. And so I kind of got her to fess up that she loved peanut butter. This is in my bedroom in our apartment in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Hey, gosh, don't ruin surprises, man. Um, (laughs) So she told me she loved peanut butter, and then I talked her into uh, the fact that she liked me more than peanut butter. And by default, doing the math, she was in love with me. And then I said, well, that's okay, because I love you, too. Is that right? I love it. That was in your wedding. Okay, that's okay. Kind of, but I remember that you specifically said, well, I need to tell you, I realized something. I realized that I'm in love with you. And oh I, yeah, that was that night though. Yeah, it was. Night, yeah. yeah, I think that once you talked me into like, once you did all that weird math. <laughs> it's like witchery, <laughs> witchcraft. I admit, once I knew, made it, you realize that it wasn't weird. Yeah. Then for you, someone to love someone in that relationship, I fessed up that I loved you. Yep. And then you said, yes, I love you too. Yeah. Over peanut butter. Yeah. And since then, she's uh, completely abolished peanut butter from our lives and forces me to eat almond butter and Ezekiel bread and Greek yogurt. And lots of crumble cookies. See? Balance. Oh, my gosh. Life is about balance. Ty, you've been a great addition tonight. I appreciate your time. I'll let you get back to uh, babysitting your kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst term ever. I only said that because I knew your response would be the exact face you made. I don't really mean that. I hate that term for dads. Love you. Bye, Ty. All right, talk to you. <laughs> Love you. Aww. I only said that because I knew. <laughs> That's so funny. So tell us your love story, Corey. Yeah, Ty was unexpected for me, but uh, my yeah, my family had completely given up on me getting married and having kids ever. 
Because you were in your mid-30s and you weren't married. Yeah, I was 33 when I met Ty. And That's I got, not even mid-30s. <laughs> not even mid. Uh, it seems so young now. But I had been in a long-term relationship, which people also think it's weird that I am best friends with my ex. And he's like, it's not weird. He's literally he's wonderful. Part of, he's I wonderful. love Randy. He's part of the family. He's literally part of the family. But I, and he's single ladies. That's and right. he's good looking. That's right. We got to hook him up. stable. Yep. He's, yep. so oh. just saying, message us. If you're in Middle Tennessee. If you're not crazy. I've tri- I've if you're not crazy. Don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. You can be hot and crazy. That's the only criteria. That's terrible. I sound really shallow. I said you can be hot and crazy. I'm sorry, Brandy. That's funny. That's really funny. But I had gotten out of a long-term relationship and I was sure that I just needed to be single for a really long time. But I had met Ty because I was doing music stuff. He uh, works in the music industry. We met, exchanged information, but it took us a good six months to actually hang out because we were both really busy. And... I'm pretty sure he had texted me at one point to help me write a song for the girl he was dating. And I kind of pawned him off on my guitar player. So it wasn't, (laughs) so it wasn't a romantic thing. And when I met him, I wasn't like, I mean, I think my husband is super hot, but when I met him, I wasn't like thinking that, I don't know. We were just in work mode, I guess. So then I couldn't go to this, MDA event that he was on, had a team for. So I donated to his team and then he was like, Oh, that was a generous donation. I should like, we should hang out. Let me pay back. We'll go to dinner or something. And then he's like, you're Southern. You like barbecue. We'll go to barbecue. I'm not even like a big barbecue. Fan. <laughs> That's so and funny. I'm like, you're, Southern. Sure. you're Southern. You like hamburgers and sure, fries. Great. <laughs> so as friends, we went to eat barbecue. And I remember a, f- a girlfriend of mine going, is this a date? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 Like this is, if anything, it's more of a networking thing. Like we met through a work thing and now we're going to go hang out. He was like, I'll pick you up. I'm like, he's so cute. Like, well, sh- shut up, Corey. Like whatever. Oh my gosh. And then when we went to dinner, I thought it was super high maintenance because I'm like, oh, you want to share? And he's like, I don't really share. And then I was like, oh, do you want to drink? And he's like, I don't really drink. And then I'm like, look, that mac and cheese looks good. And he's like, I'm lactose intolerant. And so, oh my God. I was like, so point being that neither one of us were trying to be like, neither one of us were trying to impress each other. (laughs) So anyway, we hung out. And then as he's dropping me off, he's like, you know, my friend lives around the corner and she's having a Super Bowl party in a few days if you want to go. I'm like, okay. And then it was when he picked me up for the Super Bowl party and he had on this like jersey and- I was like, damn, he's like, he's hot. Like, what is the matter with me? So we went and hung out at this party. You had him in the friend zone and you were trying to keep him in the friend zone. I was. Yeah, I was like, I'm not looking for a relationship. And then he said that he was kind of like, okay, it felt weird because it was early. It was a really, it was like a noon game or something. So then he's like, do you want to go see a movie? I'm like, sure. So we went to a movie and then I just remember thinking like, ugh. I like, kind of have a crush on him. What is happening? I kind of want to reach over and hold his hand. But not, not even really. that. It was like, I am I was never that girl because I'd been in this long-term relationship and I I adored the guy and, and, and he's an amazing person, but I just never, was always too career focused and all that stuff. Yeah. So, and I never really thought that I was- You weren't I, a Kayla. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and, and I thought, I thought I was great, great with monogamy, but I wasn't excited about marriage or anything. Yeah. So, and I wasn't a person who's like, I'm going to move across the country for someone. I was more like, I've got my own thing going on and, you know, I just want love to is get nice, I guess. and have babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, that night when he was dropping me off, it was really weird because he said something about having chapped lips. And I was like, oh, that's random. And my roommate was like, he wanted to kiss you. So then I was like, 
oh, I have a crush on this guy. So he was like, quote unquote, my crush for weeks, but I couldn't figure out if he liked me or not. We were texting back and forth a ton, but we were both doing a ton of traveling, both working a, a bunch and, but I couldn't get him off of my mind. And then we were supposed to hang out again as friends. And the night before we were supposed to hang out, he convinced me to come over to his house at like 11 the o'clock night at night. Before? The night before we were supposed to hang out as friends. He somehow convinced he booty me. booty called you? He booty he, called you. He, it wasn't a booty call, but he convinced me to come over like 11 o'clock <laughs> under the pre, it was like the pretext was like he wanted to see my new Mini Cooper. And it was yeah, really because, and then Cooper. he also told me that, well, here's the thing he said that got me over there. He goes, well, I have a confession and I really want to tell you in person. And I'm like, he's going to tell me as a freaking girlfriend. And now uh. I have this crush on him. So I remember telling my roommate, I don't even know what to think. And so I went over and then he's like, okay, so I know we're supposed to hang out tomorrow as friends, but I would really like to take you on a date. And I wanted that to be clear before we hang out. Aww. And I was like, okay. All right, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. And then as we were leaving, he was like, okay, well, th- well, I guess you asked me on a date. What are we going to do? Like totally joking. He's a huge smart ass. So he gives me, a, like, he would always give me a hard time about, I'm older than him. And he would always like give me crap about that. So <laughs> barely, you're barely It was like he was like him. pulling my ponytail. Then we started seeing each other like once a week and we wouldn't talk in between. We would text a lot. And then I'm like, every time we would have these conversations, I'm like, damn, it stopped being perfect for me. What is happening? And I, I don't think I'd ever felt this way about someone and everything just aligned with him. And then he was moving across the country to New York. We took this random spontaneous trip to Chicago and decided that we were dating exclusively. I sort of knew I was falling for him at this time that was really bad timing. And then we ended up doing long distance and I would see him every two weeks and he, without fail, I was doing a TV show and my hours were really crazy. He was doing this, he had crazy hours doing his morning radio show and he would without fail get up at three in the morning on a Friday, be on a plane that evening, spend the full day with me and fly back on Sunday evening. And he just, he's like, will you wait two years? Like, will you wait for me to be back in the same city as you? And then neither one of us could wait. And like, I ended up surprising him with moving out of my, he kept saying, if you buy a one-way ticket, like that will make me happy. And I kept thinking, he doesn't mean that, right? He, in theory, but he doesn't want me in this one bedroom apartment in New York. But he doesn't mean it. Yeah. Uh And then we actually got surprised pregnant with our oldest, Radley. But I mean, we were already just kind of all in. And then he ended up, you know, proposing at a later date than he had planned on because we found out we were pregnant. He didn't want a shotgun engagement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't want anyone to think that. And I mean, honestly, we just like fell head over heels really You guys might be like one of the most couple goals No, seriously. Like, and I think anybody that meets you two knows that. Like, you guys are just so in love. It's the sweetest. And you have so much respect for each other. That's probably my favorite thing about you guys as a couple. That's probably the biggest compliment you could give me. I remember. um, So I don't even know if you know this, but it was when I first moved in to my house in Mount Juliet. Mm -hmm. I had my birthday party. I didn't know I was pregnant with Loxley yet. I had my crab fest. Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have crabs. We serve crab legs every <laughs> birthday. Oh, crab fest, and I'm the swinger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, you Bash was like a year old, and I was holding Bash in my kitchen, and just Radley was upstairs with Jen's kids, and you were in my bar, and he just held you, and you guys like kissed for probably like 10 seconds. It was like the sweetest thing because no one ever locks lips like that as a married couple. Like you don't just go to someone's house and lock lips. And I was thinking like, 
oh my gosh. And I was like, we have rooms. And I said that and Ty like winked at me. And then I thought, oh my gosh, I'm a jerk. Like Aww. I didn't mean to like say that in a jerk way. I was like, I was saying that in a yearning way, but I was like, that is the cutest thing ever. I want to make out with Jonathan at someone else's house. Like I have rooms. I have rooms. <laughs> I have rooms. <laughs> Covered well, you know, what's weird is I think because we met when we were older, we we're really intentional about the fact that we really just chose this. And neither one of us thought our first date, Ty told me, well, like, just so you know, I'm a huge commitment phobe. And I was like, well, thank God for that. Because neither one of us, we were so- I don't need you to fall in love with me. We were so fiercely independent and we took each other by surprise. And we just, like, I just am really in love with him. And we're really intentional about putting our relationship first. And I mean, just this weekend, we had this talk of being like, you know, I we know, we don't want to get to a place where we're overly critical of each other or we don't prioritize our relationship over being parents. And those things are very hard to do. But one of my things about us getting pregnant so early was that I just still really craved the time with this person I was in love with. And I feel like, I feel like one of our relationship secrets is that we had kids and did a lot of like, we did cross country moves and job changes. And I mean, we moved five times before Radley was three. And we did all these things that cause stress in relationships, but we were so new in our relationship that we just really made it a point to stay connected. So it's almost like we've always not gotten enough of each other. So hearing your stories and like me <laughs> sharing my not so romantic story, um, what are some of your goals and your relationships? Because I think every relationship has things that can work on yeah. and we can all like focus on the good. But what's one thing you like just claim it, say it out loud that you'd like to work on this year in your relationship? Well, I mean, Adrian and I both want to kiss each other more. That's something that we've been actively working that's really on. sweet. And yeah. I, you know, there's okay, a real so, hormonal response to yeah, a kiss that's longer than a few seconds. Well, and the, the problem is <clears throat> or during hug. COVID, he was recording from home. He was never leaving the house. Yeah. The kids were recording school. We didn't, we didn't go anywhere. So the whole kiss you goodbye, kiss you when you get home thing, it, it, went, it, away. it went away. We realized all of a sudden it's like, wow. wait a minute, we're not like purposely kissing anymore. Yeah. You know, and I mean, unless we're having sex, but we're not, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, you're not just having those moments of actual passion. We've been kissing a lot more last month or two. I and I think that. it's like really, it's been really good for us. I would, I would venture to say that that kind of intimacy is more important than sex. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. What about you, Corey? I mean, I, I think that we probably would like to have more sex. That's probably the thing. <laughs> <Couple goals. laughs> but I, we have been talking about how, you know, I think we could do an, a whole episode on sleep and mm -hmm. sleep deprivation as a parent, because there's so many reasons you lose sleep and he's having knee surgery. And, you know, we have a baby who was waking up in the night and a lot you of have things, a one-year-old, <laughs> a one-year-old. And there's a lot of things that make you tired. And even Ty has had some, it's not necessarily long COVID, but he's had this kind of cyclical, like fatigue ever since he had COVID. And so sometimes that makes us ships in the night. So where you want to like, boost mm -hmm. your sex life. Well, I just want to boost our energy level so that we can, well, that's one of the things. Find that, space for it. Find yeah. space for it because we're both like, we just crash at night and then it feels like, it just feels like our schedules are out of sync. So it's like, yeah. I crash early at night because I'm usually up feeding Teddy and then he can't fall asleep at night. Yeah. So he stays up late and then needs to sleep, to sleep in. Then. And, and so it's like, we're just, up. yeah, exactly. And so it just is hard to, it's hard to have those those days that you imagine as a parent where it's like you're both up and you're having coffee and pancakes with the kids and it's like then you go to the park and then you those days don't exist it's like getting by 
And a lot of that I think is due to, well, I think it's normal for one. Yeah. And then I also think that the pandemic has added to that because everything's still a little weird. Yeah. And so it's really, it's really finding the contentment, the moments, the, 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 it's like we've talked about, I've mentioned this before where I feel like uh, the the big picture is we're super happy and sometimes minute to minute it's overwhelming or we're either, one or the other of us is cranky and tired and yeah. and has too much on their plate and so really what I would love to do is like find a groove yeah uh, I, I like that I idea. appreciate that I will say well I know John's will be like he wants a better sex life but I'm better mean, quality of sex no, oh no the quality's fine okay. uh, you say better I'm thinking what no no like. I mean, once you're together for so long, like you, you know each other, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't need to go into detail there. Um, But, but no, I just think that finding time for intimacy is like high on his list. And I will say a goal of mine, like we're coming up on our 10 year anniversary. We have not gone on a date. John and I have not gone on a date since we've had Loxley. So <gasps> oh my gosh, years. you should drop her off at my house and go we out. You have not gone on a date? Mm-hmm. No, we've gone to like weddings or events, but like him and I going on oh, a date. Oh, that's so important. We have yeah. different than double dates. It's different we've than events. We've gone on double dates. Yeah. We've gone on events. We've done, we've done couple outings, but him and I like- he has not taken, and I say that because I'm very traditional. He needs to take me on a date. Like he has not taken me on a date. And you know, like where we get dressed up where it's like nothing more than like, oh, let's just drive through Chick-fil-A. Like I am craving to go out with my husband and yeah. like just get dolled up and like go out for drinks or go out for dinner or something or heck, take me to Cancun. I don't care. Like, let's go somewhere. And so our 10 year anniversary is coming up and I'm like, can we please go somewhere? I will wean my child for this. Like, yeah. just like <laughs> you know, what's weird is even Ty and I realized we hadn't been going on dates. We'd just been going to work events or whatever. That's exactly and what even, we're at. Even a no makeup, throw some jeans on dinner and a movie. The value of sitting across from each other with no distraction is just, I can't even express how important that is. Like, that's exactly what I'm craving more than anything. And I told him, I said, the more of that I have, the more I feel like time and energy I'll have for the intimate part of our relationship. Well, can I ask you a personal question? I don't know if you'll be willing to answer this. I know Jen will. When, (laughs) (laughs) well, I want to finish that because I, I I think it's important to say that since we've had Loxley, We've been pregnant three times. Right. Yeah. And like, it is really hard to find space yeah. to want intimacy when you relate it to having another kid so much. Yes. That, is, and then, that is causing stress. And then you relate it to, well, I don't want to have sex with you because I might have another miscarriage if yeah, I do. that's hard. And so like, it's been really weird. And so I think for me, like when we got pregnant with Loxley, we stopped trying and we went to Hawaii. We went to Florida. Like we were just go- doing like all this really fun stuff. We went <laughs> It was fun. Um, <laughs> you guys cannot see her right now, but she's like the color of a strawberry. It was fun. <laughs> we had fun. And like, I'm missing that because like yeah. we went through, like we worked out, we did the work and worked out some issues in our marriage. And then like, we had so much fun and then we got pregnant and then we moved. Yeah. And it's like, I'm craving that again. I'm craving yeah. to like date my husband. Dating your husband is something. I will tell you, we had friends in town this weekend, as you guys know, and we went out like four nights in a row. Dating together. your husband and is it fun. Was, it was, even though it was a big group of people, there was so much space for him and I. It was so To flirt. And nice. you guys needed that. Yeah. Yes. And, oh that, and that's God. what I'm craving. So anyways. 
Well, I was just going to ask about, because I feel like your sex life changes too when you're tired. Mm. And it's really sometimes, like, like there are so many times when it's like, your quickie is 100% fine. Like that's a hundred percent. And then there's like other times where it's like, oh yeah, this, I remember this. Mm-hmm. And I, so which do you guys lean towards? We lean towards the shower as everyone knows, but that's because we've had a is kid it in like, our bed. Yeah, we're right. Is it, it like. It is the quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's get, let's like, yeah. let's get in there before someone which walks Which sometimes in. I'm like, I don't need all the stuff. No. Like, let's just like, yeah. you know. Make it and happen. Then, and we then don't, you don't need the bells and whistles. But the bells and whistles <laughs> are really, really, but really But then good. sometimes in the bells and whistles, you're like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I agree. Kayla. <laughs> Kayla's we looked at Kayla. And she's, okay, you then. know what? Here's the thing. Let's call John and ask John. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, like, I like decorating cakes, but they all taste the same. Oh, my gosh. That's the only thing she's going to say about that. It's fun to decorate a cake, but when you eat it, it all tastes the same. Or does it? Or does it? What? What are you didn't call my husband? I was thinking about calling your husband. Oh, asking about how we fell in love. Yeah, but I was gonna ask. Okay, he'll he'll probably answer more than I am because probably. What should we ask him? What should we ask him? We should ask if he remembers the first time he said "I love you," and then we should ask if if what kind of cake they bake. <laughs> it's definitely vanilla. <laughs> Nothing wrong with vanilla. That's not a, don't put, put that in there. You can put some cinnamon in it sometimes. Hello. Hello, it's Jen. You're on our podcast right now. Hi, John. Live to tape. So we have some questions for you. Corey and I are. <laughs> Hi, quiet. honey. Do you remember the first time you told Kayla you loved her? Yes. Uh, tell us about it. Uh, we spent the weekend or long weekend down in Mexico. And it probably took me the whole weekend to up the first words and I never really pulled the trigger and we're getting at the car to leave and I'm like oh crap so I pulled her out of the car in front of the house and pulled her there. That's exactly what I said. Aww. Except she was expecting it. I was expecting it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's like, like, it's about like the ring. It's like you're waiting, waiting, waiting. Planned. It was like about time. <laughs> uh do we have another question, Corey? Well, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so Kayla was just telling us about like, well, she was not telling us about sexy time after having kids. But she <sighs> did tell us that. <laughs> okay, this is what I said, babe. I, they were saying, do you like all the bells? And they were well, not you personally. They were, <laughs> we're asking, not, we're they were not asking, asking in general, like in marriages, do you like all the bells and whistles or like it's a quickie? And I, what I said was, is I said, you know, it's fun to decorate a cake, but when you eat it, it all tastes the same. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's fine, John. I love it. That's like, the cake all tastes the same. Uh, I think John would just like more cake any, he wants anyway. Cake. Well, you we, need to yeah. bake him some cakes, Kayla. <laughs> all different kinds. He doesn't care if it's decorated. Nope. <laughs> bake the cake. He doesn't even care if the cake is cooked. Yeah, he just wants to eat the cake. Oh, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> take that out. Take I'm not that taking that out. We're not taking that out. <laughs> Thank you, John Kenny, for being on our podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye, John. You're taking that out. <laughs> I don't really think we could take that out. Well, the whole point of this episode was I feel like we 
can lose connection with our spouses and lose that. We still love the crap out of them, but you can lose that really in love, like kind of googly eyed feeling when you have kids and you're tired and you're busy. And so we thought that telling the stories of, you know, falling in love with our spouses would be just a really fun way to kind of like get nostalgic about love because I do think it's important to stay connected to like those early days. Well, I will say this. I think talking about those early days is like a great way to remind yourself of those giddy feelings. Yeah. But I am a firm believer that love is not a feeling. It's a choice because you're not going to like, even in those days where you love your husband the most or you love your spouse the most, you don't have those giddy feelings. It can be something as simple as, dang, I appreciate that you like went and changed her diaper and I didn't have to do it. Or like, I appreciate you put the dishes away. And it's not this giddy, oh my gosh, (laughs) like feeling that you have in like the early stages. It's just like this underlying appreciation and respect for your spouse. And even on the days that like you don't have those feelings, I feel like waking up and choosing to love them and like making the choice through the hard days and all of that, that's what brings those giddiness feelings back like in those moments. I don't think they're always there. I mean, Love can be a feeling, but I think it's mostly a choice. I love that. That was really sweet. I agree Uh completely. Love is a choice. That's just such a nice. Well, it is a choice to respect each other. It's a choice to think about each other's feelings. It's a choice to take a longer kiss with each other. All of those little tiny things add up to staying in love and and staying in a place where you respect and admire each other. And I, I had a friend tell me a long time ago that she thought a really great relationship was where you think you did a little better than you should have and they feel the same way. And I love that. That's I cool. love that. And if anybody wants to learn how to... Um, bake a cake? No, not bake a cake. <laughs> um, Decorate a cake. If anyone is Make married, a cake not dry. If anyone is married to a butthole and they want to learn how to control them, message me. I have tricks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how we'd actually top that. I agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Okay, that's it. Go love on your significant other. Or control them. <laughs> that's, I'm kidding, guys. I do love him. But I also learned how to control him. <laughs> I'm being terrible. Let's go. Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville boutique hotel whose mission is to give back to the Nashville community. As of 2021, Mission Hotels have donated over 100,000 meals, showers, beds, and supplies to those experiencing homelessness in Nashville. Visit missionhotels.com to book your experience today. Your name is Mom.